Jack. Jack takes the lead. Detonator Jack. Ossipenko into the clear, running on. But Detonator Jack has exploded. Clear inside the 150. Ossipenko, Lock Eagle, funny up minor prize money. The blinkers have done the trick today. Detonator Jack bolts it in the gong. Beat Lock Eagle and Ossipenko. Yes, uh, blinkers all right. Didn't they sharpen him up? Detonator Jack, you've been racing well. I know many thought he was. I know he's Nicole Thomas's favourite horse. I know that much. He seems he seems to find him a lot when he wins. Detonated Jack, and he's won quite a few races now. But certainly the Blinkers, uh, just uh, he was really sharp there. And as a result, he is now favourite for the Villiers in two weeks, which has now morphed into the Ingham. That's what it's called, the Ingham, the Villiers. But um, yeah, heavy eight. So I don't know whether it's a combination of Blinkers plus the heavy eight that uh, we saw that on the weekend explode away from rivals there. Lock Eagle was wide. He was brave running second, and it worked out perfectly for, for Jason Collett because he got on the back of Lock Eagle three wide with cover. He couldn't have had a better run in transit. I was hoping to talk to, to Darren Dance. Of course, Darren and Liz Dance uh, set up this uh, Australian thoroughbred bloodstock back in the late 90s, 97, of course, there at Menning Tree Park Stud in Victoria. And, of course, he's by Jackalberry, who carried the same colours for a period of time as well. And Darren Dance has actually been good enough to join us now from Australian Thoroughbred Bloodstock. How are you, Darren? Yeah, good, thanks. You? Good, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Now that you've been busy with the horses there this morning, feeds and everything, I dare say. Uh, yes, and uh, fortunately, it's raining and... Um it's nothing like rain at the end of November in Victoria. I'm wondering about that with Sandown because it's good, but they're saying a lot of rain today. How much are they expecting in parts of Victoria, where you are in particular? Well, I'm in central Victoria. We're expecting uh, 40 mils. We've already had 15, so my farm's a heavy 10, so I'm sure Sandown will be rain-affected later on. We were just You mightn't have heard me. Was it a case of blinkers? Was it a case of, you know, uh, obviously had a beautiful run in transit, all the heavy condition, or both? Were Detonator Jack doing that on the weekend? Well, I just think the stars aligned. Um, the horse had been running terrific all prep without winning. Um, in the Five Diamonds, he ran a terrific race, probably just just momentarily lost his momentum. And then when he got out, he sort of flashed late. Um, the run before, he sort of was on the inside. And I think it was just everything aligned. Um, you know, the horse in terrific condition. And Karen's done a great job with him up there. And I just felt that, you know, with the wider gate, um, a little bit of rain affected, back in troop with blinkers, you know, it was just our day, I guess. And um, after so many near misses, I don't think it was one thing. I think it was just a, a matter of everything aligned. Mm. The five diamonds, too, it should be pointed out, uh, when he ran third, it was a slowly run race, wasn't it? It was. And, um, you know, we can make a heap of excuses when you get beat, but at the end of the day, at that level... You know, you, 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 everything has to go right to be in the winner's circle and you can't afford, you know, to be held up or if they slow and you're back or you're inside and you've got to get out or you're not in the right part of the track. It's, it's just it's just a recipe and when it works out, it's pretty good. He's been placed 13 of 17 starts. He won four of his first five starts or five of his first seven starts. So he really did rocket into up the grades early in his career, didn't he? Kept jumping the bar, detonated Jack. He, yeah, he was fantastic. Um, you know, he's just a really lovely horse and it was just the way we went about it, just keeping him into those grades and not aiming for the stars and then, you know, turning him out at the right time. You know, he was pretty light there at the end of that last prep and he needed every bit of that eight weeks at home just to put on weight and mature and 
you know, he was he's only really just finished now. And I think they said in the yard he looked like he was first up, not sixth up. But that's because now he's a fully matured horse and he's five. He's only lightly raced. But I just feel with some of these stayers, you know, I felt Jackalry only really peaked at five and six for, for us. And similar with Dan Dino when we had him. So I just feel that these days, if you, you can't have it both ways. You, if you want to hammer them early and go for the derbies, and you, you won't have them later on. So I'd rather have them later on. Big prize money race for all these owners. What a thrill for them as well. You know, million dollar race there, the gong on the weekend. Oh, New South Wales prize money is unbelievable. Um, that's why he's up there. Um, it's a combination. You know, we're lucky enough that Karen's got stables there and he's got Bong Bong Farm and, you know, we can get him up there and it, it's more likely to rain there than Victoria in the spring and the autumn and, and the prize money. It's just, you know, the decision for his next run, whether to go to Ballarat Cup for half a million or go to the Ingham for two million. I mean, it's just a no contest. What sort of weight range will he have? He had to carry 56 there in the gong on the weekend. Well, he's jumped, I think he's jumped up to a rating of 107, so... He'll be going up a fair bit in weight. Um, so, you know, he's, he's going to be up there in the weights. Um, probably, I don't know, maybe 58. I'm hoping no more. But um, he's now a 107 Raider, and rightly so. But um, they're the same sort of horses. And once again, it'll be an equation on the day whether the stars align and, you know, if the, rain's, the track's a little bit rain-affected and he runs up to his previous race and towards the right gate, you know, He'll be in the finish. He's just such a genuine horse. He is indeed, yeah. So he went up six points. He was 101 there um, going into the gong on the weekend, detonated Jack. And then will it be a little bit of a let-up or a rest or you keep pushing? Uh, well, you know, we want to look after the horse. He's been up a while and he's probably exceeded expectations. Um, there's plenty of nice races for him in the autumn. I I'm not sure if I'm 100% right, but I think if, if he happened to... Whoever wins that race on Saturday, I think it's ballot-free for the Doncaster. Spot on. Stand to be correct. Yeah, so if that's true, I mean, you'd be, you'd be thinking about do we roll the dice that way? Um, so, no, we'll, we'll sit down with Karen after, after the Ingham and um, work out a plan for what's best for the horse. He's sired Jacobert. He, he died some years ago in New Zealand, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. He went over and stood three seasons and unfortunately got a really bad colic and couldn't be saved. Big loss to New Zealand and to Luigi at Nova Park. Um, you know, he would have been some sire, I think, because off limited books and, you know, not a, not a great deal of numbers. He's, he's certainly thrown a couple of really handy horses. And, um, you know, he's a big loss, but, you know, he was a, he was a very well-bred, well-credentialed horse. Geez, didn't he try his heart out in that Melbourne Cup behind Green Moon? He was $80. He ran third, and then you took him to Tokyo, and then he won in Maidan. Yeah, he was just a phenomenal horse. He was probably he was the first international horse that we purchased um, through um, the Body family, and, you know, he just he broke the track record in the Italian Derby, the three-year-old, which, is, which had stood for a long time, which was when I kind of cottoned on to him and... And then we just watched him and he went and raced in Hong Kong for them and then we're lucky enough to get him and he went into the Shima Classic and ran third and I think we got a million US for running third or 800,000 US, I think it was. It was just ridiculous and it's kind of paid for him and then he just took us around the world, winning at Chicago, winning at Maidan, running in Japan Cup. Unlucky, you know, in the Melbourne Cup, flashed home, 
for third, but, you know, it was still a great day. Yeah, he won 11 races from, from 28 starts. And did this horse go through a sale just back to Detonated Jack? Detonated Jack was passed in as a yearling. Um, I, I don't know why, but um, he was passed in as a yearling. Um, I, I had no idea about it. I wasn't at that sale. Um, I don't even recall whether it was during COVID or just before. Um, but, yeah, that, he went through a Caracas sale and was passed in for some reason. And um, maybe maybe Jackeries weren't fashionable then or the owner didn't need the money that much. And, yeah, we were lucky enough to pick him up um, later on when he was at the breakers. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, so you wouldn't have paid a lot for him. I didn't pay a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've said this plenty of times. I, I can't thank uh, Mike Rennie enough. Um, he's now moved on. He's no longer an agent, but he works for uh, Waikato Stub now as a marketing manager consultant, but he's a good friend of mine. He, he's only ever really recommended a couple of horses to me over the years. And first one I bought off him was a horse called Yogi that was a pretty handy stayer. Yeah, he was a beauty. One of our regular listeners who comes on the ambassador trips with us, Tomo, absolutely loved Yogi. What's, what happened yeah. to him? Uh, he's retired. Um, yeah, he's retired now. He's uh, doing a bit of cross-country. But he was a great stayer. Mike found him for me off a race. You know, I'll never forget that day. I was, I think I was driving the truck, moving horses, and he rang me and he said, I've just seen a horse win and run time. You need to buy it. And Can you look at the replay? I said, I won't be home for eight hours. He said, it'll be sold by then. I said, well, if you think it's good enough, just buy it and send me the bill, get it x-rayed. So we did all that. And Anyway, it turned out to be a gallant stayer and won a Sandown Cup. And then when he was sort of ready to retire, we went back to Mike and said, look, if you can find us another horse, do it. Didn't hear from him for 12 months, and then out of the blue, he rang me and he said, "I'm having dinner with this guy. They got to sell this Jackalbury gelding, and they need the money. And the guys, there's two of them in it. One wants out, so yeah, well, luckily enough, we bought it. He said he had a bit of X factor, and he's proven to be right. And interestingly enough, we went back to him last year and said, "Have you got another stay for us?" He said, "What do you need another one for? You've already got a good one. So, not your average agent, Mike." Yeah. Of course, you've kind of not only Jackalberry in the Melbourne Cup going close. What about Heartbreak City? Uh, that was heartbreak stuff for you guys. He ran so well, didn't he? Second after coming off an e-ball win. Yeah, that was in behind El Mandon. Beaten less yeah, than the neck or something. Half head or whatever. He was. He was a super horse. It was probably yeah. just the barrier. Probably at the end of the day, just the barrier beat him and, you know, got beat. A, you know, it was that last 100 metres was unbelievable when they were fighting it out. Two-horse war and... Joe, Joe Marrera couldn't have rode him any better. And, you know, to run second in that race with a horse like that was fantastic. You know, but one of the great days of our career probably will be one of the great days forever. But, you know, you, you dream about just running in the Melbourne Cup. Like, to win, it's like thinking you're going to win Division One in Tasmania. Well, it's probably not going to happen. But he was a great horse. And, unfortunately, um, yeah, we lost him when he went back to Ireland. He had a track mishap and had to be put down. So it really was a bit of a heartbreak story. But he was a wonderful horse. And I don't think anyone who met those Irish boys that came out will ever forget Aidan and his mates. They, they, they lit Melbourne up that week. They did. I remember some of the footage of that. And, of course, <laughs> I love your colours. I know I've spoken about it so many times. Gary Lechty's colours uh, and your colours. You, you, you can have the volume down. You put up the replays. As soon as they jump, you know exactly where they are straight away, those fluorescent yellow and the... The Navy ATB logo, they just stand out in any race. Yeah, they do. I mean, sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not so good. But um, the, the backstory of that was obviously my eyesight's not super and 
back in the days when there was no big screens at the races, you couldn't really pick up where your horse was in some of the stable colours. So we decided to go with those colours so we could actually see the horse and the owners could see the horse in the run. And that was, you know, that's why we went with those colours back in the early 2000s. And yeah, they've been they've been good, but um, be good if they won a few more. Yeah. Good luck, uh, Darren, in the big mile in a few weeks' time, uh, the Ingham. Thanks, thanks for coming on and telling us a bit about the detonated Jack story. No, he's a wonderful horse and we're lucky to have him. And those owners, I tell you, they know how to party up and celebrate. Yeah. I think Nicole Thomas, uh, she's she's madly one of our... Uh, she's from TAB. She's a regular on this program and she's she's fallen in love with the horse and she's a big poster now in a bedroom of detonated Jack. Ah, good on her. <laughs> thanks for that. All the best. Yeah, Darren Dance uh, telling us about the horse by Jackal Berry. Um, that's now got the record. How old is he? He's five-year-old gelding. So 15 starts, six wins and seven placings. Yeah, he won his debut March of last year at Bendigo. Then he won at Sandown. Then he won at Sandown. Then he ran third in the SA Derby to Jungle Magnate. That was the, the crazy year. They went like crazy speed. Um, they all came from back uh, in that derby. He ran third. And then, of course, then he came out and won at Flemington. And then second at Ballarat. And then he won at Sandown. So, yeah, he's be, always been around the mark. Um most of his runs, he's finished in the top five, with the exception of one run only, and that was seventh there in a race called the Allen Brown Stakes at Rose Hill back in October. Uh, so that's a bit about detonated Jack this morning.